Peace, power, prosperity, family. How we doing out there? It's the Bitcoin Block Bully coming to you once again with an early rising crypto update. Um, going live right now via YouTube and recording New Money Matrix podcast. So you can check it out later on on the podcast if you uh, need to. For those on the podcast, you can check it out on the YouTube if you need to, if you want to see a visual. But um, basically, I'm covering a story. Um, actually, two stories centered around one, um, one specific decentralized finance platform being Compound Finance, which is a platform that I introduced a little, or maybe about a year ago to individuals, maybe under about a year ago to individuals. Um, and they've grown tremendously since then. They've grown tremendously since then. So uh, seeing the growth that they've had, I'm not surprised that institutional money is finding their way, you know, finding a little backdoor way to get in here now. Whether the individual investors or the clients that are allowing for their funds to be put on this decentralized finance platform understand what it is or how it operates or even understand that they themselves can utilize this platform on their own without any type of um, middleman or counterparty or anything like that. You know, it just just to see them coming in the door, though, and placing their funds and trust in a platform such as this. Um, as well as the, the fact that I was able to beat them here, you know what I mean? And actually introduce a number of the community to these, these new age financial instruments and, and platforms, um, basically a new monetary and banking system, you know, it speaks volumes, um, not only to the direction that I had and the, the, um, Things that I come across in this space just from doing my own searching, but also, but uh, also the the seriousness of this space in a nutshell. So real quick, we're just gonna get into the story. We're trying to give people a little quick second to uh file in, but um, Fidelity backed Fireblocks. Um, in fact, let me bring up Fireblocks too for those that may not be familiar. Here we go, securing digital assets. So let me go ahead and let that get loaded up real quick. And there we go. So um, Fireblocks, which as you can see, is a completely new way to securely transfer digital assets. Um, they're one of the uh, largest institutional players that allows for individuals to invest in digital assets safely and securely. And Fidelity, which a lot of us are familiar with is utilizing Fireblocks to move funds into the compound finance pooling um, liquidity pools, meaning that Fidelity is now adding liquidity for individuals to borrow from and or trade on decentralized applications. And understanding this just allows me a, a clearer view of specifically where this platform is going now. To add on to the leg legitimacy of this platform, they just actually went even more decentralized and allowed for the governance to be taken over by the community. So um, just to go ahead and get into it. Once again, Fidelity backed Fireblock offers institutional clients access to Compound's lending protocols. And a quick take on it is. Crypto security firm Fireblocks has integrated with Compound to let clients earn passive interest 
through the latter's lending protocol. Right now, users of Compound would have access to services through MetaMask or a hard wallet, which Dieter's institutional investors due to the lack of security. Fireblock's client, Amber Group, said that the integrated feature offers a more secure alternative, but the firm might not utilize it due to low interest rates on Compound. The Fidelity-backed crypto security firm Fireblocks has integrated with DeFi platform Compound to allow its clients to earn interest via Compound's lending uh, protocol. According to Tuesday's press statement shared with the Block, Fireblocks clients can now deploy assets stored in Fireblocks hot vault into Compound and start earning passive yields. Fireblocks uses multi-party computation or MPC to secure the transfer of user assets. Traders can store their assets in the Fireblocks hot vault, which offers both online and offline storage functionalities, and move their funds between wallets. Currently, investors would have to use Web3 wallets like MetaMask or hardware wallets to access platforms like Compound, which is less than ideal for institutional traders, said Kevin Yedid Baden, a principal at DeFi-focused investment company Parify, that is also a client of Fireblocks. If you're like a retail user with a couple thousand dollars in your wallet, there's no issue there. But if you're running big bucks, you certainly wouldn't want to put a couple million dollars on your MetaMask wallet just to interact with Compound. Tayatian Kalander, Tayantian, Tayantian Kalander, co-founder of Amber Group, a crypto finance firm and one of Fireblocks clients, agreed with Yedid Botten on this point. For most people, it's pretty unimaginable to have someone managing a key MetaMask plugin and trading millions of dollars of firm capital. I think most of the trading firms and OTC desks use Fireblocks now because it allows you to move funds around with the MPC where keys are created separately and you don't have that key man risk, he continued. To have this integration, it allows this institutional enterprise to integrate with a pure play DeFi platform that can bridge this gap we see now. On the other hand, however, Cullender said Amber Group might not utilize the new feature as much due to the low interest rates currently offered by Compound. The 30-day average interest rate for ETH lending on Compound, for instance, is only 0.01%. Now, this is a bit misleading for individuals that may not be familiar with uh, Compound. When speaking on the interest rate of Ethereum, right, they're not talking about the amount of appreciation that Ethereum could do over an amount of time. They're just saying that they're only offering 0.01% for an asset that could double, triple, or quadruple in you know, a matter of a couple of months, let alone a couple of years. Now, being able to add on to that specific asset, even in a small amount, is key. But when you sidestep the um, the more... Um, volatile assets that are available on Compound and actually look at the stable coins and the amount of interest that they're able to offer with those, it highly, highly, highly kicks the bank's ass as far as interest rates go. So them stating this may be a little deflect from anyone that's reading it from actually looking at Compound and realizing that in all actuality, they effing the banks up pretty bad as far as the interest rates that is compounded. Um... Yeah, I just had, just had to throw that in because for them saying they might not utilize it due to the, the low interest rates currently offered on Compound. Man, they crazy. 
<laughs> I mean, it is what it is, though. Anyways, they say that I don't think we're going to be using this process, this product necessarily. If we lend our ETH out on compound, we are on a one basis per per one basis points per annum. And that's just to compensate for the smart contract risk you're taking lending funds out on compound. It's not worth it. So they're stating that it's not worth it. Fidelity is allowing um for the go ahead. Now, if we look at the date of this article, which was March 17th, 2020, right? And then we look at this updated article from April 9th, which says compounds lending markets reach 1.5 billion in cumulative deposits. In my opinion, when you put two and two together, this is a, um, I mean, could be an indication of the institutional money flooding and, and not flooding with 1.5 billion because they already had a couple of million in there, a couple of hundred million in there, meaning that they are starting to unload. This goes on to state. With lending protocols offering substantially higher interest rates than traditional capital markets, it's no surprise that, De- that DeFi lending has captured a majority of the value in recent years. Of the 743 million currently locked in DeFi, lending comprises 76% of the total value as of writing. While the majority of it derived from Maker acting as a permissionless control bank, we've seen multiple other lending protocols emerge in a competition for market shares. Protocols like Compound, Aave, and DYDX. Oh, hold on. Are competing protocols looking to offer access to the best interest rates and leverage on the market? Despite the growing competition in the lending sector, one protocol has consistently remained dominant, and that's Compound. The money market protocol is currently aggregating three times more value than its next competitor, Aave, with nearly $100 million in value locked across its asset pools. Just a brief background to Compound. Compound is an algorithmic money market protocol on Ethereum, allowing anyone to supply assets and earn interest or borrow and pay interest. Borrowers can take out loan on any supported assets, so long as they maintain a 150% collateralization ratio. Assets supplied or deposited to a market are represented by the C tokens, an interest-bearing token accruing interest every 15 seconds per Ethereum block. All asset markets, and I'm going to read that again before I go on just in case people didn't catch that. C tokens are interest-bearing tokens that accrue interest every 15 seconds. Unless you marinate on that. All asset markets have floating interest rates that adjust in real time based on market conditions. With Compound V2, supported assets include Ethereum, Wrapped Bitcoin, Multi-Collateral DAI, United States Dollar Coin, Rep Augur, ZRX's OX, and basic attention tokens back. Um, deposits, and we're looking at the compound total value leading up to 1.5, yeah, 1.5 billion right now. As of March, cumulative, de- cumulative deposits on Compound reached $1.5 billion. Ethereum's native asset, ETH, has been the biggest contributor to this number, aggregating over $604 million in total supply since inception. With that, a majority of total supplied assets come from two major DeFi stablecoins, DAI and its predecessor, Psi, and USDC. DAI is multi-collateral DAI, size the original single collateral DAI, really no longer in use. 
Um, makers died aside totals for over 532 million supplied to Compound, roughly a third of all deposits. The other major money markets on Compound include Coinbase's United States dollar coin with around 287 million in cumulative deposits. The remaining assets are BAT, WBTC, ZRX, and REP, which comprise roughly a 5% of the cumulative supply since Genesis. While stablecoins being the large majority of total deposits is no surprise given the high yield interest rates, the most striking finding here is that ETH was the leader in aggregate supply. Lending rates for the asset are 0.01% on Compound with the highest protocol, NUO, offering 2.35% APY on ETH-based deposits. So you might want to check out NUO. They're giving you 2.3. Despite the low interest rates, the driving factor behind the significant amount of ETH deposits on Compound largely derives from the users needing collateral to borrow stablecoins and in turn access leverage. Users don't necessarily care about the interest rates and are generally more concerned with having access to sufficient collateral. The protocol reached yearly highs of 113 million in supply volume on the week of February 17th. The nine-figure record pushed February's average weekly deposits to just over 69 million, beating out March's average of 66 million by 434%. Regardless, the, study, the steady uptrend in weekly supply volume indicates that compound users are continuing to find value in the permissionless money market protocol. Looking at the weekly supply volume by assets, there's been a surge in Ether deposits. The dominance in Ether deposits made the ETH lending pool the most liquid pool on Compound with over 41.61 million in gross supplies of writing. The biggest jump in supply volume was in February where the protocol saw 83 million in Ethereum supplied alone. While the dollar amounts are screwed due to ETH's strong price performance in February, Total ETH locked on Compound peaked at around 517,000 Ethereum in early March as average weekly ETH supply volume hit 26.85 million. Other assets with notable deposits include DAI and USDC, which have remained relatively steady over the past few months. Since late January, DAI has averaged 16 million in weekly supply volume, while USDC averages about 10.2 million. The two DeFi stablecoins continue to see a significant amount of usage as the general theme seems to be deposited in ETH and taking out DAI or USDC denominated loans. The trend of compound users deposited in ETH to take out stablecoin loan is further cemented when looking at cumulative borrows. The large majority of assets borrowed from the protocol include Maker's Psi and DAI along with Coinbase's USDC. As we can see, Ethereum borrowing only makes up just a sliver excuse me, of cumulative borrowing activity on the money market protocol. Compared to supply activity where it aggregates a bulk of deposits, in total, Compound has processed roughly $306 million in borrowing activity since inception. Of the $306 million, 188 million of or 61% of the cumulative borrows has occurred in maker dials, excuse me, makers die or side stablecoin. Naturally, the other significant borrowing activity derives from USDC with nearly 85 million in total borrows. Family, that means there's a total of 85 million dollar on, on loan out there right now. The remaining assets, ETH, WBTC, BAT, ZRX, and REP aggregate for around 33.4 million 
borrowed or 10.9% of the cumulative borrows on compound where ETH generates 23.5 million of that value. Now, this is the thing. For those that are looking to use, well, I, I'm not going to get into that. Let me go ahead and get through with this. I got to uh, gotta go. Um, Just be careful when you're using these products as far as what you borrow and when you borrow it. You borrowing a digital asset that does have a volatile nature um, may not be the smartest thing in the uptrend. I'll leave it at that. Anyways, Compound's weekly borrow volume has seen a steady increase since the beginning of the year. The lending protocol reached new yearly highs earlier this month after hitting $25.54 million in borrowing activity across all supported assets. In March, the average weekly volume was $14.7 million up which was $42.37 million from February's average of $10.3 million in loans originated. It's interesting to note that borrowing activity on Compound peaked around Black Thursday, likely as DeFi users flocked to safety amid the significant volatility by borrowing stablecoins. With that in mind, Compound users are mostly taking out loans in either DAI or USDC, a common occurrence throughout the lending market as a whole. This is largely due to the two stablecoins offering the only attractive yields on the market. Compound's 30-day average lending rate for DAI is 7.66%, while USDC sits at 2.27% in the last eight weeks. DAI borrowing volumes have substantially outpaced the rest of the field with over $61 million in total volume, comparatively the second highest in USDC, which processed $22.56 million in loans over the same time period. In the, um, it's apparent that Black Thursday and the DSR drop to 0% has taken a toll on lending rates across the market. Specifically on Compound, we've seen significant volatility in die and side lending rates around Black Thursday as users converged into stablecoins. On that day, die lending rates spiked upwards to 20% APY, meaning if you had a Compound account around this time, you were getting 20% APY compounded every 15 seconds. Dig that. Following the event, Lending rates on Compound have taken a dive near historical lows. As it stands today, lending rates on DAI and USDC are 0.36 and 0.41 respectfully, which are up from there. Um, compared to its 30-day average of 4.3 on DAI loans, this is an unprecedented time in the lending markets. The light at the end of the tunnel here is when DAI savings rate returns to normalcy as it seems to dictate rates to the market, even beyond DAI. Despite the hit on lending rates, USDC and DAI are the clear leaders in income generating assets for its holders. DAI accounts for over 68% of total interest accrued this month, generating over 127,000 for CDI holders. The other stablecoin, USDC, represents 28% of the broke protocol's accrued interest in March, earning around 52,000 for CUSDC holders. The rest of the assets, BAT, ZRX, ETH, REP, Psi, WBTC, account for less than 4% of the remaining assets, with Psi having the most notable earnings of the group, with only 4,323 in accrued interest. Key takeaways. Compound has seen steady growth since its inception, reaching over $1.5 billion in cumulative deposits and $300 million in borrowing. While Coinbase's USDC and MakerDAI are the premier assets supported by protocol, the most notable finding was that ETH aggregates a majority of the value in the total deposits. This is largely due to compound users leveraging ETH's value as collateral for stablecoin loans and in turn, access to leverage. Leverage. With compound rolling out its governance token, COMP, it will be interesting to see what changes are made to the protocol. We may expect to see COMP holders vote to expand on the protocol supported assets as one of the first moves. 
Maybe we'll see other popular DeFi tokens like KNC, SNX, or LINK integrated into the lending protocol or even other majority stablecoins like USDC or Synthetix SUSD. If one thing is for sure, it's that Compound has established itself as one of the dominant money market protocols over the last year. As we continue to watch the prolifer- proliferation of DeFi, we'll be keen on exploring the evolution of Compound and its role as one of the leading lending protocols of the market. And Compound tweeted out that their goal is to create an infrastructure that applications and developers can rely on forever. So um, I hope that this article was helpful for individuals that were able to catch um, the recording and are going to be listening in on the podcast. Uh, peace, power, and prosperity to everyone that did tune in. As I said, this was going to just going to be a quick, quick um, tune in. I thank everybody. I'm about to be out of here. Peace.